0: It's our Tech Conversations here on Metro FM Talk. And uh, tonight we check in with uh, an area, I guess, uh, in the world of tech and innovation, which is... uh yeah I guess critical but often overlooked and that is the filing of patents with the South African Patent Office and uh, we understand it's uh, become the fastest growing intellectual property outfit in the world over the last two years or so and the local filings increasing by 73 percent joined on the line by Anthony Van Zandveik to tell us a bit more about this is a patent attorney out at IdeaNav. Uh, Anthony good evening welcome.
1: Good evening Ivanga. thanks.
0: Anthony, maybe just for the benefit of some of us who might be uninitiated in this space, when we talk about a patent, what is that? Uh, because I guess it might give us a better understanding of what the South African Patent Office does.
1: Well, Generally, it's, it's if you have a new product or a product with a new feature on the I mean, top you can generally point to, and, uh, and that feature is new worldwide, and it's inventive. Then you can, you can file a patent for it to get protection over, to prevent others from adding that feature to their products.
0: Mm, mm. And of course, I assume it gives you a very particular kind of protection. For how long?
1: Uh, for 20 years. And, uh, and and it's really so it's helping patent suppliers in South Africa. So it prevents others from making the product, from import, from selling it, from using it. So it basically gives you a monopoly over that feature being added to that product. Mm.
0: And, and why? I mean, we don't love monopolies, certainly on this show, but uh, why would one have you know, a monopolistic protection of an idea? It's really just give
1: the, the benefits of the, of uh, an really to incentivize people to invest in R&D. Um, and I mean, the a major cause of this African patents being increased over the last couple of years. is a lot of interest really from China. And so where China may be starting to see have interest in Africa and, and they're going to start extending some trade into Africa they're going to follow by filing patents among Africa.
0: Mm. And, and this idea, because I guess in your assessment you're saying there are certain countries that are not South Africa who are filing patents in South Africa. Well, what does the growth, I guess, or decline in patent filings by outsiders mean? And what's the implication? Uh,
1: the, the decline or the, or the increase, because the, the, the farmers have already increased their, their filings into South Africa, um, as I said, primarily really from, from China, um, the rest of the world has remained kind of static. I mean for, for instance, only a couple of years ago, Huawei or um, ZTE, they thought about 1% or 0.1% for ZTE of their patents into South Africa. They just weren't interested. Mm. Whereas whereas suddenly in the last couple of years, that number has increased. China is now about 40% of the total number of patents entering South Africa.
0: And, 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 I mean, when you, when you look at this massive surge, I mean, exponential rise, if I can say that, mm-hmm. um, wh- what are some of the areas uh, of R&D where some of these patents are being filed?
1: All over. All over. It, it, it's kind of a it's, – it's, it's a wagon wheel. See, in, in patents, you've got classification, which, which determines, which kind of indicates what technology it is. And if you take – if you create a pie chart of the classes and the technology, it's all over the place. There isn't a specific sector that uh, there, it's, it's basically the, the general interest has been on, shone on to South Africa, and it's not only South Africa, it's also Nigeria. There's also been significant growth in Nigeria over the last year and uh, but, but no, no specific. No, about twenty years ago, it would have been very much money related. Mm. Now it's very much more general.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I guess the, the Nigeria link you mentioned there might also have to do around the issue of common filing. Talk, talk to us about that.
1: Correct. So, so what's in, in Africa? There's you know, if you speak to a lot of the patent attorneys or the applicants around the world, and you mention a specific country in Africa they're generally not that interested in specific countries, but what they're looking for generally is a solution in Africa. So they're interested in having some presence, and what's being created over the last couple of years is this combination patent where you combine Nigeria and South Africa. There are a few regional patents for Africa that cover 20 countries for the one regional patent and 17 for the other, but they're generally the smaller economies. Nigerian' Africaf being the largest that is a it's, it's, it's a natural combination of patents a uh, combination of countries and um, and really the combination of that into a single kind of keep, um, you know where, where you're still filing two patents, but a single option for it has made has made Africa and especially Nigeria and Africaf quite attractive to to foreign patent applicants. it's It's because the Africans are saying. Please give me an option for Africa, and that is really the best option because it's got the greatest GDP mm-hmm. out of all the other options.
0: Insofar as the path to commercialization is concerned, uh, maybe just for the benefit of our listeners, I file a patent. What next? Um,
1: then that's the hard part. You file a patent, you get it granted, and then you've got to you've got to try to make money out of it. Um, most patents can't buyers with Africans. A lot of them. Um, they file it the inventor keeps it and it's very difficult to try to commercialize um, you know you, either you make the product and you sell it which is which is the highest degree of success that you would have alternatively lots of people think they're going to just patent and then license the technology there isn't very much there's a far lower degree of success there mm. and the third option is to file the patent and think they're going to sell the idea someone and that's really the lowest degree of success the best is to try to and that's why especially foreigners kind of come down africa with trade they're 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 more interested they're going to be making and selling they're they're more interested in the patents there Mm -hmm. it's a higher degree Mm
0: -hmm. and i guess to sell uh, without the kind of competition that would be possible were it not for that patent i would assume
1: it's, and, and, and sometimes it's not necessarily always to, to, uh, to, to exclude, to create a monopoly. Sometimes you take Pantene Pro-V. They're they really patented to try to say that Pro-V was clearly new and innovative. Mm. Uh, Pro-V is actually just two common chemicals that were always in that um, They just found a range that no one else had previously used them, filed a patent, and then said when they brought out Pro-V, which was two known chemicals already used in most other shampoos. Instead of calling it the two chemicals, they coined the phrase Pro-V, and they said, "Hey, I've got this Pantene Pro-V, uh, this Pantene shampoo. It's got Pro-V. It's great for hair." Didn't really do much until they say it's patent pending. Mm. Until everyone went, "Wow, Pro-V must be good," and so everyone bought Pantene Pro-V shampoo, and within one year, it became the world biggest selling champagne. That sounds
0: very gimmicky. Very,
1: very it's gimmicky. You know, a, a lot of even Facebook when they were about to list, they bought basically about four thousand patents. It just related to to uh, social media and they were just and they did it so that before the listing and anyone said, you know, isn't there a risk that someone else can create something? They said, haven't you seen our bag of four thousand patents? Hmm.
0: Yeah. So it isn't
1: always necessarily for for uh, for exclusion,
0: for excluding people. What what then happens at year twenty? At
1: year twenty, you've got you've got as much rights as everyone else, so you can carry on making it and selling it. But so can everyone else. There is there's no there's no monopoly anymore.
0: And I guess understanding products, uh, because I guess patents are also not just only for products we can touch or feel, but even processes uh, that are novel, uh, you know, Correct. unique or whatever. Uh, But in the case of products, I mean, 20 years is a long time. Product life cycles, by the time you get to year 20, I mean, you know, I often always think of the VHS tapes. Um, Probably took, what, 30 years uh, for them to be phased out meaningfully. But even by year 20 of that 30 years, uh, there was probably already another technological shift in another space. Um, So probably not as valuable, say, by year 20?
1: Uh, For for technology, yes, you're quite Mm -hmm. right. Then you have, say, pharmaceuticals, which clearly increase in value as, as people start becoming familiar with the brand. There'll be more people mm. buying panado today than there were people buying Panada 20 years ago. Um, so, so there are, depending on the kind of technology, pharmaceuticals, is, it's very short. 20 years to bring it to market, to get adoption, to go through all of the approvals, you're, you're only using a fraction of the 20-year period of the monopoly. So, whereas for technology, high technology like be Yes, ten years is a very long time.
0: And then, maybe just I guess as we wrap up, some of some of the your thoughts insofar as um, uh, the path towards you know an increase in, in the patents and why South Africa has certainly been at the top of the pack here in terms of the growth in patent filings. Well, oh,
1: there, there, there are a few reasons. Um, the patent office is really fundamental. The patent office made, they made, they created an online system. They made it a lot quicker. Mm. They made it a lot more efficient. The patent office really has to be applauded for what they did. They've been amazing over the last few years. Um, that made a huge difference. Um, secondly, time is starting to get interested in coming down Africa, mm. made a big difference. Also, also what happened is that you had online systems coming on, and online systems reduced the lifetime cost of patenting. By about over eighty percent, if you take the renewals and everything together, and online systems now they're, they're about thirty-five percent of the total number of filings in South Africa are done through online systems, wow. not the traditional way. Wow. So that's that's grown from about two percent two years ago up to thirty-five percent
0: today. Is this information publicly available? I mean, if I'm looking for a patent register, where do I find that?
1: Uh, the patent unit writes it it is except for. Um, you have to register a you have to register with SEPIC in order to already get an account, in order to do the searches. Um, but, but it do is you have to pay publicly available. You yeah. won't have to pay it for okay. free. No, but it's all publicly available, and there are also public databases. But the public databases are outside of the CIPC. In fact, patent office. Um, they don't have all of the data on it. That's yes. Um, it, it would be better if if all the patent data was out, was in front. Of that login screen. Mm. Um, it, it doesn't quite make sense for a search facility to be behind a login screen, but you've got to create an account.
0: Sure, sure. And I, I guess your, your guys' job is to create, once you're in there, uh, to effectively create like a dashboard that says, you know, here are some of the sort of changes that have happened in the last while insofar as filings are concerned.
1: Well, we're, we're always having a look at the kind of uh, changes in filings. And uh, and, uh, and and change in an applicants, change in focus, uh, because we're trying to track trends.
0: And, and and I guess maybe just the last one before we let you go. You say you track trends, um, insofar as like the last twelve months or so, from a month to month on month or quarter on quarter perspective. What do you see insofar as uh, you know the filings are concerned by way of those trends?
1: It's it, it's been a big uptick over the last few months. Um, especially with the Chinese lunar year coming at the end of this month, and mm. um, they kind of push a lot of things before that. Um, the, you know, the, the the patent office is looking at changing the systems uh, coming this year, which may slow things down going forward a bit. But um, it's 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 just been a steady upward, you know, for since 2012, the South Korean patents have reduced steadily from about you know 10,000 patents a year. Down to eight thousand patients. It's been a gradual decline for nine years. However, in the last two years, there's been a steep increase of seventy-three percent. Um, and so it was just under fourteen thousand patients last year, which is incredible. It's the the number of patients that Safka is filing is really comparable to the large to the large countries out there. We're really, really fighting are really above above our weight.
0: Mm -hmm. And uh, I guess before we let you go, um, you know, you guys as patent lawyers, just for the benefit of our listeners, um, what role do you then play in that ecosystem? I mean, are you assisting people to file? Are you, you know, uh, defending people when there's been a breach? Uh, And if indeed, you know, I go and I take something, you have a patent and I go and do something. um, I mean, what are some of the sanctions for, for a breach of that kind of protection?
1: So, so, as patents suggest, patents generally they, they draft patents, they file patents, and they and then force patents in the court. Fortunately for South Africa, um, litigation isn't that isn't like America where everyone wants to fight because there's a big paycheck if you win. In South Africa, even if you take someone to court and you and, and it's found that that person infringes your patent, you're not going to get a lot of a, a high damages award on the court you're hardly even going to ask for damages at the end so actually what that means and in fact it's extremely collegial if um if i've got a payment someone else is infringing it you're generally 99% of the time going to resolve it without going to court because the patent attorney's ready just speak to each other you send through a copy you chat you find out no maybe change the patent maybe change your product a bit and everyone agrees that that's fine now. Mm. There is no real incentive in South Africa for people to go to court. And if you go to California, average patent case, is going to cost you about $5 million US million just to go to court. In South Africa, it's a lot less, but you have far, far fewer cases going to court in South Africa. Mm. Everything gets resolved outside of court. And just on that point, lots of inventors say, what's the point of patenting unless I can enforce it and I can't enforce it? I can't pay the cost of it. It's not right. So that's Maybe in the States that's correct. In South Africa, you should not fear actually having to enforce your patent. You send a copy of the patent to the other person, and the lawyers are going to speak to each other. And it's relatively, it's very low cost, really. And, and it generally always gets resolved. No one has an interest in really going to court yeah.
0: Thank you very much, Anthony, for taking time out to speak to us tonight. Really appreciate it.